0: Hi, this is Bob Bostock and welcome to another edition of Discover DEP. You can download Discover DEP and subscribe to future editions through iTunes and Google Play. Today, we're delighted to welcome Katie Ribson, a DEP environmental specialist and the co-chair of the Barnegat Bay Blitz. This year's Barnegat Bay Blitz, which is taking place on Friday, June 3rd, is the seventh in a series of Blitzes that started back in 2011 and over the years have made an incredible difference in cleaning up garbage and trash in the Barnegat Bay watershed and in making a real difference in the ecological health of the watershed and of the bay. If you're not familiar with the Blitz, it's an educational and hands-on component of Governor Christie's comprehensive action plan to address the ecological health of the Barnegat Bay watershed. The plan was announced in 2010 and the first Blitz took place in 2011. Katie, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Katie, how did the idea of the Blitz come about? Give us a little history.
1: Sure. Well, it started with a few folks sitting around a table brainstorming ways on how we could get the community involved. And a lot of times what happens when people think about Barnegat Bay, they think of just the coastal communities. But... Barnegat Bay is so much larger than that. It's, uh, c- the watershed itself is comprised of 37 municipalities, 660 square miles, and we needed to begin to get the message out to all of the people that are on the inland communities and not just the coastal communities as well. Yeah. So we came up with this idea to try to engage all of the municipalities. And how could we do that? A simple, one-day commitment to help clean up their area of the watershed.
0: You mentioned, Katie, uh, the watershed, and not everybody knows what a watershed is. Could you describe what a watershed is for us?
1: Sure. A watershed is a land mass where all of the rivers, streams, and water bodies all lead out to one major water body, in this case, the Barnegat Bay.
0: I heard it described once as communities connected by water. I guess that's a pretty good definition. It
1: is. It's a great one. Why is
0: Barnegat Bay important to New Jersey? Why are we focusing on Barnegat Bay with this blitz?
1: Well, first of all, it's an estuary, so it's taking its, its habitat for little baby sea creatures like the finfish and the clams and the crabs and, and all of the other sea life and populations. But it's also a great tourist destination for all of New Jersey, as well as the surrounding states that come to visit us, um, and also an economic hub for New Jersey tourism as well.
0: Now, this is the seventh blitz Barnegat Bay. How many people do you expect to be out in the watershed this coming Friday, June 3rd?
1: Our first blitz we had 500 participants. This last blitz that we had, our six splits, we had 5,000 participants. So, growth. Yes, we are hoping to at least sustain the 5,000 number. Hopefully we'll grow a little bit larger than that as well. One of the things that is really cool is that we begin to start to see some sustainability within the communities as we continue to go out. Last year in Stafford, we had 1,000 volunteers in just that one town.
0: And what sort of things do the volunteers do when they're participating in the blitz?
1: Most of the volunteers participate by cleaning up. A lot of school groups volunteer, and they might participate by just cleaning up right on their school grounds. Uh, Scout troops come out and and participate in the woods. Uh, Adult groups come out and participate in watershed along with stream beds. Some people go out on kayaks and streams to pick up debris along there. And then we also have a whole crew of volunteers that come out and do what we call tier two volunteerism, which is a little bit more technical in nature. Every year they have a different project. Sometimes they're, they're looking at shoreline of marshes, sometimes they're GPSing outfalls to storm drains to try to get us a little bit more technical information that can help us with our more scientific studies and research going on within the Bay.
0: So the cleanup aspect of it, how much garbage and other detritus do you find? you pick up every time every year is there a lot or and has the amount grown over the years or are people getting better about not littering so much
1: some of our our captains are finding it harder and harder to find locations so I think that that's a good sign But at the same time, especially down in some of the streams and and water-based cleanups, you always see non-point source pollution, which is that kind of people pollution, that litter that's flying out of the backs of garbage trucks, people are dumping out of their windows, and they make it down the storm drain and then ultimately make it down into the Barnegat Bay. So there's always going to be something are walking over marshland to find little bits of, of pieces of plastic, which is also very important to get out of the bay and, and ocean waters. And other times we're finding huge illegal dump sites in some of our uh, vast state forests and, and county forests where uh, we're having huge crews of people come out there with multiple large dumpsters to, to clean out illegally dumped material as well. What are
0: some of the more unusual things people have found during the cleanup during the previous blitzes?
1: Well, I think it was the second blitz we found a hot tub in the middle of, um, I think it was Collier's Mills Wildlife Management Center. And we've already had reports from one of our captains this year that they found another hot tub. So I'm not sure what that's all about. But we've also found bowling balls. One year we had four or five bowling balls on in, in, in one cleanup. And we've also found tires. Tires tend to be a big one for us, particularly in some of our forested areas. Brennan Burns State Forest is one area that gets a lot of them. Lots and lots of tires. We cleaned up 250 tires from that park one time in one day. Wow, that is a lot of tires.
0: An effort like this takes a lot of work and preparation. How much of your time here at DEP do you spend getting ready for the Blitz, and how big is the team of folks here at DEP who put everything together?
1: The team of of blitzers are really, really committed to this program. So honestly, as it grows and gets bigger, it almost takes less and less time from me and um, the other leadership within the uh, the blitz the blitz crew. Uh, because we get the same captains coming back every year. They know their community. They have relationships with the municipalities. They have relationships with the schools, and it's just repeating the same thing. They have to go out and do a little bit of recon to find their dump site, but the relationships are there, and and as we all know, everything seems to be relationships.
0: Absolutely. We also have a lot of sponsors and co-sponsors outside of DEP who help make the Blitz happen. Who are some of the co-sponsors we've had over the course of the past few years, some of the repeat co-sponsors?
1: Most of our sponsors come back to us every year. We have about 20 sponsors that are consistent with us, but we have about five of them who have been with us since the very beginning. Wawa is a great one. They've, they've worked with us every year feeding our Blitz volunteers, but also providing a significant number of Wawa volunteers to come out to the event. Hundreds of Wawa volunteers come out every year. And Wawa has said to us that it's great for their employees, too, because it's teaching them leadership skills that they don't necessarily get on the job site and then they can apply to their job. Waste Management is another great sponsor. They've helped by providing dumpsters for many of our cleanups consistently year after year. New Jersey Environmental Infrastructure Trust comes out. They're the captain of our Barnegat Light team. They come out in force with their own volunteers and also provide uh, support for our volunteers in the form of food and T-shirts and other things that we need for them. Robear Consulting is another great one. Uh, Robear manages the cooperation of all of the engineer firms that volunteer for us. So they end up going out and doing some of that more Tier 2 two projects that give us that technical information that is really important to gather and then finally ocean county as a whole has been really cooperative with us and has helped us with our kickoff events finding locations and just as is an amazing support for everything we need they also have the roads department there that comes out on blitz day in force as well with all of their big trucks and cleanup materials to help at sites
0: so that's an incredibly huge effort, and it takes yes. so many people to pull it off on that one particular day. But there are things people can do every day to help uh, protect the quality of all our watersheds here in New Jersey, Barnegat Bay, as well as the others. What are some of the things people can should keep in mind as they go about their day-to-day business to protect our watersheds here in the Garden State?
1: Well, what people can do is, is really try to curtail non-point source pollution. And a lot of people don't know what that means. We like to call it people pollution. It's anything that people are doing to bring any kind of pollution daily into the watershed. Some of the sources of non-point source pollution are litter and then also things like fertilizer oil that drips from their car, those types of things. The important concept to, to realize is that anything that, that drops or falls within your own land, even if it's on your own property, eventually the rain is going to come. Eventually, it's going to take it down the storm drain. And that storm drain is going to lead right out to one of the streams that's going to lead out to that river that's going to lead out to that ocean, bay, or other large water body that's going to capture it. So taking care and just being... Uh, conscientious of what falls around you and picking up after yourself and making sure that your car is not leaking motor oil. All of those things are really great ways to help. Limiting the use of fertilizers and pesticides and things like that are also great. Using other non-invasive ways to uh, limit weed growth and and pests are um, also a really good form.
0: That's such an important point to remember because I remember back in the early days of uh, the modern environmental movement, the greatest challenge, it seems, to water quality was point source pollution, where things were being dumped right into our lakes, rivers, streams, and oceans. But that problem has largely been solved, and now these other problems, they just add up. It may seem small when you have a couple of drops of oil escape into the driveway if you're changing the oil or you have a little leak, but when you add it all together in a state with more than 8 million people, and as you said, all of these things do end up in our waterways, it can really make a a very, very serious, deleterious effect on waterways. So all of those tips are great. I hope people will keep them in mind.
1: Absolutely.
0: Another thing that uh, is happening this year in conjunction with the Blitz is the Rain Barrel Challenge. This is the fourth Rain Barrel Challenge. Tell us a little bit about the Rain Barrel Challenge. Mm
1: -hmm. So um, the DEP is really committed to getting the youth involved in environmental stewardship overall. So we wanted to get more students involved in the Blitz. And how could we do that? Try to expand the programming beyond just this one day event and have it integrated into their school year somehow. So we developed the Rain Barrel Challenge to accomplish that goal. Basically what we do is we give the students a rain barrel at the beginning of the school year It's made, but it's not designed, and also give them a challenge. This year's challenge is protect me from marine debris. So we're asking the schools to research what kind of marine debris is coming out there, and then draw a concept and paint a concept on their rain barrel that emulates whatever that theme is for the year. So this year we have about 30 schools participating. They all had all school year long to design and paint their rain barrels. Then we just launched a competition that just ended a few weeks ago. The winner of that competition will be announced and the winning school will get an educational festival that will come to their school and educate all of the students that are in their school. The other thing that's really cool about the Rain Barrel Challenge is the barrels that the students paint go on display on a Rain Barrel Challenge tour over the course of the summer at areas where a lot of the public go to. Businesses can host a rain barrel libraries host rain barrels, municipal centers host rain barrels, and they're they're used as an educational tool to uh, get the message out to the larger public about what they can do to help protect the Bay.
0: So the whole Born and Get Bay Blitz and the Rain Barrel Challenge, these aren't just opportunities for people to participate. It's also really an educational opportunity for people of all ages. you mentioned there are school children involved and Folks of all ages, if people want to get involved in the Blitz, what sort of commitment is expected from them?
1: It's really just volunteering that one day. So, you know, it's one day, it's a Friday, so you can either take off of work, or if you're not working, you can come join us that way. Oftentimes, we've had folks that really want to participate, but they can't do it on a weekday. We've also allowed people to go out on the Saturday after or before to help participate. If you want to help, we want to uh, have you with us. So you can uh, log on by just going to DEP's website. It's www.nj.gov DEP. Look for the Barnegat Bay icon and click right through there. You can register right there. The email comes right to us here at the DEP and we can set you up with a cleanup that is close to you.
0: That sounds great. Well, we're hoping that on uh, Friday, June 3rd, it's a great, clear, sunny day, not too hot, so that people can get a lot of work done and get a big crowd out. Sounds like a lot of fun, as, as well as doing a lot of good for Barnegat Bay and a lot of good for the entire watershed and really for the entire state because the more we can encourage people to learn about how they can protect our waterways through simple acts that they can take every day and the more people we get participating and seeing how even small acts can add up and to cause big problems that educational process is every bit as important as the cleanup process that takes place on that day. So would you give us again that website where folks can go to register for the blitz?
1: Sure, it's www.nj.gov DEP and then just look for the Barnegat Bay icon and right from that page, you'll see the, the Blitz logo, and you can click on there and sign up there. Well,
0: Katie, thank you so much for taking time out of I know you're very busy schedule, particularly with the Blitz coming up very shortly. I can only imagine that you're busy preparing for what's going to be a great day. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. I would encourage uh, folks who are listening, if they have any comments or thoughts on this podcast or ideas for future podcasts, to send us an email at podcast at DEP.NJ.gov. That's podcast at DEP.NJ.gov. Barnegat Bay Blitz, Friday, June 3rd. Hope to see many of you out there at the Blitz. Katie, again, thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Discover DEP. If you have comments on the podcast or ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at dep.nj.gov. Enjoy the rest of your day.